absolutely are definitely in the Hall of Fame. You 1990. Cannot, yeah, cannot keep the Yeah, that's man. Right. The Who are one of them. That's a band that just rocks out, dude. They were, they were one of the original guys that would just smash their instruments, too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like Nirvana wasn't the first one. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yeah. It was the Who. And, uh, I know. I like we do song. live in a world where everybody thinks they were the first ones to do something. The Who's great. They really love to play on their name, The Who. Uh, that song right there, Who Are You? Uh, and then I have the actual vinyl. It's one of the best out there, which is um, Who's Next is the name of the vi- <laughs> uh, the album. Yeah, The Who, Who's Next. It's f- one of their best, man. I mean, it has uh, Bob O'Reilly on it. You know, uh, it might even have Who Are You on there. It- it's just such a rocking album start to finish. Uh, back in those days, man, they would put together a freaking album. You know, and it would be a like this journey or adventure yeah. that you would go on with the band, and you know, you know, like even thirty years later, you could put on Dark Side or you know Who's Next, and just kind of go back in time and be there in the moment when the band created that album. You just don't have that experience nowadays, which is crazy because I I have recently bought vinyl. LPs I purchased l- for Christmas last year the the newest or the last new Taylor Swift album on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> my newest Back to seven days. To seven... <laughs> <laughs> you made fun of my lip balm. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. It, I I bought the Taylor Swift album, put on some lip balm. Uh, applied some of my hand lotion. <laughs> I was on my way, man. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> What's crazy, though, you're talking about, like, not only did those albums, like, tell a story, you could listen to the whole album. I mean, they were hitting on things that still today, you can listen to it, and it's still relevant. You know what I mean? Oh, one of my favorite lyrics from The Who is, meet the new boss, same as the, same old, as boss. the old boss. Come on, <laughs> folks. <laughs> 40, 50 years later, dude, time zone change. No, they just became the boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and the you who- know, like, think about Green Day. You talked about it before Green Day. I mean, that was their whole thing was, you know, them in Rage Against the Machine was literally Rage Against the Machine. And yeah, you guys are now the machine pushing the Democratic Party in vaccines. Like, We're raging whoa. against the machine, but you can't come to the show unless you show your vax card. All right. Yeah, Just prove I mean, prove to us you're one know. with Pfizer, and then you may come see us rage against the machine. Well, we are raging against the American machine because we are the fascist machine. <laughs> Antifa. We're the anti-fascist. Well, we call ourselves Antifa. The anti-fascist <laughs> machine. <laughs> Good stuff. The who? Yeah, right. Who's next? Did they call themselves album? the Who because they came around the same time as the Beatles. Was that the whole thing? I don't know what the deal was. You also had the Guess Who, which was the Canadian Who, and I love the uh, Guess of Who. Of course, they got to be Canadian. Yeah, Fuck, you know they're so Canadian, absolutely, dude. What's gayer than the Who? We'll be the Guess oh, Who. Guess Who? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Did we take your name? <laughs> sorry about that, but they're uh, they're like the monkeys <laughs> to the Beatles, right? The monkeys are the fake Beatles, and you got the Guess Who. Thought the I Guess Who. Thought the guess who were Canadian 
but I like the Guess Who. They got some... The Guess Who have some killer tracks, man. You know? They're not... Uh, they're, not yeah. in the, they're not on the level of rock, as I would put <laughs> the Who. You know, the Who were out there thrashing their instruments <laughs> to smithereens. The Guess Who, a Canadian band from Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> eh? <laughs> Winnipeg, Manitoba, eh? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah, okay, good. I was right about that one. The Guess Who? The Canadian Who? Uh, and the Who, not even... Really funny, because their most famous song is American Women. You know? Well, they came to America and saw what it was all about. I mean, the Beach Boys, talking about the California oh, girls. That's had women. That was back when American women were women. It's why I love... Now, Cal- <laughs> now it would be American... Woman? Like a question mark? <laughs> right. Oh, wow. Or it'd be American woe man. <laughs> American, I don't know what this is, actually. <laughs> American Tucker. <laughs> American, I shouldn't have come to Chicago. What are these things? American, I had uh, one too many drinks. And regret the night. Or not enough, because you still look like a man. Uh, yeah, American woman uh, used to be a thing. I really do think the California girls. I was I, just thinking just, that the Beach Boys, I've been around the world, you know? I wish they could all be California. Uh, it's a great song. <laughs> well, he talks about the farmer's daughters, and he kind of... He, ta- you know, they, they discuss- he talks about how like American women are the best. All of them. You, know, yeah. you go around the yeah, country, yeah, yeah. they're the, the best thing. in the world. But then the best of the best That's is California. Right, yeah. You back, know what I mean? Back in the day, you go to the California to get the, the cream of the crop here in the Americas. And, you now know, you go to California, that woman is most likely a chubby man. There's like a 50-50 <laughs> <That's laughs> they have They have a darker 5 o'clock shadow than you. <laughs> <laughs> Even the women in California are 577. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, man. Yeah, yeah that's uh, used Gross. to be a thing. I, I imagine it's still a thing, right? Like, where, where in what's the other country in the world people are questing after the women? Oh, are you kidding me? I think Russia's probably top notch nowadays. Well, like America, how many American men are getting duped into sending their money for a Russian bride? Yeah, and I mean, look at Trump and his bride, right? <laughs> There's no way that wasn't some sort of Russian gift. To, to be honest with you, actually, the top-notch women are anywhere that's not Western world. Like Vietnamese women, Filipino. Yeah, women, uh, people Russian. who uh, stay in shape, age gracefully, are tidy and... You know, are like actually to... women. They take care of the house. You know, they're worried about like uh, right, yeah, the you... stuff that women used. To... Like I always <laughs> tell people, like, dude, like Nona, you don't understand. Like, it's a she. It's she literally like will have a hard time sleeping at night if she doesn't know what she's gonna cook the next day. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean, definitely. That's like an ins- that's like a I don't know. It's like a, just a thing in you that you have a need. You know, it's the same for me. Like, I, I have a hard time sleeping if I have a job tomorrow that I don't really know how I'm going to do it, you know? Like, it's... It's a poor person mentality. You think that's what it comes from? Yeah, I always live with the mindset that I'm one paycheck away from 
from the guy under the Vidoc, right? That guy missed way more than one paycheck. I hate that saying. No, I say it to myself just to keep myself in line. Yeah, but that guy fucked up a lot of paychecks before he ended up <laughs> at sure. Bridge, you know? Yeah, but I, I think it's a good way to keep yourself in perspective uh, of what really is going on. Uh, the reality being, you know, those who have the most could shut all of it down in the blink of an eye, which they did, and then I'm out of a job, just like dude under the Vidoc, and just like him, now all of a sudden... I am dependent on the government and the institutions to survive, man. You know? I disagree because you were smart with your paychecks. So when you lost your paycheck, you had enough (laughs) to cover you for many missed paychecks. I invested it actually in the stock market and then I bought an engagement ring. Hey, oh, yeah. (laughs) uh, You had enough to at least get you to the next paycheck, you know? And then you got a new job. You know, I don't know. I hate that. People on the street. What's crazy is we now have a, a, a world where there's really two kinds of people living on the streets. Those that are lazy and those that are mentally ill. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot more on the street now than I recall when we were younger fellas. And we were exposed to downtown Chicago quite a bit when we were at a young age. So... You know what I'm saying? It does seem very different now than it was 20 years ago. You know, because the, 20 years ago, if you were homeless, like, you were constantly getting locked up. Like people were just getting you off the streets. Now it's now they're giving you tents. I mean, these tent cities keep getting bigger and bigger. Oh, come to Denver. We're creating literal shanty towns. I mean, they're giving them these orange cube tents now. I swear to God, the one I saw the other day it had to be 400 square feet. <laughs> I mean, did it, is it coming with the kitchen? What's going on here? Last summer, I think, there was a video of a homeless fella down in L.A. who had uh, this tent that took up like half a square block, and there was like a flat screen TV, and he had like a PlayStation 4, and he was jamming yeah. on some Grand Theft Auto and sipping on a 40, and he had a giant waterbed, and it was all outdoors, man. He was, he was street living, man. Better than any of us. And with you our look homes. at that guy, he's got better hairline than me. You know why? I'm stressing over the bills. <laughs> That's right. You're right. I'm thinking I'm one paycheck away. That guy hasn't collected a paycheck in 20 years. Look how he's living, man. <laughs> he's living better than us. <laughs> he's waiting for his girlfriend to come over later. I don't even have a girlfriend. <laughs> That's what kills me. These guys all have dogs and girlfriends. That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> uh, it's always good to have a side piece or some action that you can rely on, which is why I am just so thrilled with a story that's been floating around out there. And you are one of the only people, Mike, that I've heard discuss it in any capacity. I thought it was time we busted out. We avoid a lot of the Trump trial stuff, but uh, shockingly, folks. Trump's trial has taken quite the twist. <laughs> County's district attorney this is why it's not in the news anymore, people. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't talk about the Georgia case anymore. What it happened? just disappeared. It was their one shot of locking him up in a state prison, so they couldn't even release him federally. They couldn't pardon him. Man, what happened to Fulton County, man? I thought we were all about Fulton County. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about Fulton County? What happened? What happened? 
but we should all be asking. I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> Fulton County's District Attorney Fonnie Willis, who's been leading the election interference case against former President stop, Trump, stop, now stop, find stop stop. <laughs> Are we now going with Fonnie? Yeah, wasn't it Fanny? Like Fanny Willis. Like take Willis. a load off Fanny. She's pulling that old move that I always talk about, the Sergeant Teal, where you change your name once you get in trouble. Right. So it, it was, was <laughs> it was Tony. Fanny, but now they're like, "Hey, Fanny Willis, you embezzled all this." Mo-. Did you say Fanny? I'm funny. <laughs> what's this short for? Whatever her full name is, that's what she'll go by after all this is over. Oh, I can't wait. Just like Tony Fauci was Tony Fauci his whole career, and then COVID happened, and he was Anthony Fauci. <laughs> and then he ruined our lives for three years, and now he's retired and disappeared, and do you know what he goes by now? Tony Fauci. Uh Dude, you're not going to believe this. Her actual name is <laughs> Fanny Tafa Willis. Oh, my God. Yeah. I literally can't say anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we'll be deplatformed from Podbean. Graduate of Howard University. <clears throat> oh, I see now. You don't want to move on to the next topic? <laughs> Let's continue. Herself at the center of calls for an investigation amid questions of an alleged affair with Nathan Wade, one of the outside special prosecutors she hired for the case against Mr. Trump. Uh, one of Trump's co-defendants, <laughs> Michael Roman, has been calling for his case to be dismissed entirely, claiming without direct evidence Willis and Wade have been in a, quote, improper clandestine personal relationship and profiting significantly at the expense of taxpayers. New court filings from Wade's estranged wife in their divorce case include credit card statements that she alleges show Wade paid for flights and cruises to remote locations for him and Willis. Fulton County Commissioner Republican Bob Ellis telling NBC News he will be pursuing a full investigation and finds the allegations grossly concerning, writing a letter to Willis questioning if she, quote, misused county funds and accepted valuable gifts and personal benefits from the man she hired. Trump last night raising similar questions. This is it's so funny. No, but right here, right now, what he says, this is what they don't understand is this man and what the way he presents himself and he speaks, this is why people vote for him. Right. How bad is that paying a guy almost a million dollars who had zero experience, but it's their boyfriend, and then they traveled all over the world. Norwegian cruise lines. Oh, isn't that nice? I'd like to do that. I just don't have time. But her comments from a 2020 campaign appearance are now being used by Willis's opponents. I certainly will not be choosing people to date that work under me. Marisa Parra joins me now. Marisa, what happens? Now? Whoa, all right, here we go. He's going to lay it thick with the, the rolling of the R's. Uh, did you, oof, we're getting ethnic here. My nipples are hard right now. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. <laughs> wow. What's that? Is that cilantro I taste? Let me just say that. 
Marisa Parra joins me now. Marisa, what happens next with these allegations? So first, Willis is trying to fight a subpoena for her to testify in Wade's divorce allegations and proceedings. That is happening on Monday. Then separately, there is a different hearing, this with the same judge in the election interference case over these improper allegations. That, Jose, is happening in mid-February. Marisa Parra, thank you. <laughs> oh, si, sí, Jose, Salarro, oh, cerveza. <laughs> Oh, my God, man. Jose, gracias. Uh, so right there, man. folks, that's your diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, white guys are gone. White people are gone. And they are four seconds from just totally speaking Spanish on the nightly news at this point. No, no, no. no this, couldn't, this couldn't, Frank, this couldn't put everything better into perspective. All the white people are gone, except for Trump, who's the victim, who's the quote-unquote criminal here being charged. So you have two Latinos commenting on the black DA hiring the black, like, unexperienced lawyer, and then they're sleeping together. They go on a an exotic romp to, like, the Bahamas on taxpayer funds, and then uh, now they're probably in cahoots, I assume, with the DNC and everybody who are, you know, actively working together across the nation to just just totally rip this guy off the ballot. And they can't understand why people are voting for him, why people are siding with him. Uh, You're making him a martyr. And when he said the election in Georgia was rigged, and you guys are like, no, it's not. But then (laughs) this comes out of Georgia? Yes! It's like, I don't know, man. It kind of seems like you guys are just doing anything and everything to not only go after Donald Trump, but steal money from taxpayers. That's the worst <laughs> part. Like, not only did you go after their elected uh, representative, but you stole money in the process. Yeah. Yeah, they love stealing and funneling the, the funds, man, from the DNC. How's Sam bankman doing? Well, you remember this chick when she first read the charges against Trump? Like, oh, just so man. high and oh, mighty. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Oh, she was a hero. And what do we talk about? It used to take years for stuff to fucking crumble. <laughs> <laughs> now you don't even get to the trial and the shit came out. Uh, these are some corrupt people. I mean, when you really think about it, too, a lot of... Democrats in a lot of positions that probably turned down the opportunity when it was presented to them to take on Trump in this manner. Most credible people probably said, no thanks, you're going to get screwed over doing this because, well, you're, you're chasing a phantom. You know, this is... We're gonna... She didn't have to do it the way she did it, dude. The way she, like, outsourced it to this guy that she's boning, and they're just giving him... It was like... It was like $600,000 or something I know, to try this case. This story's kind of outrageous. For no reason. The guy had like no experience. And that's what they're all arguing is like, oh, you just, you just think because he's a black man, he has no experience. It's like, no, he has no experience. The guy, there's no way he was the best lawyer that you could hire to go after a former president. Hmm. It reminds me you of another I mean? guy, young, inexperienced, thrust into the national spotlight inexplicably out of nowhere, and then suddenly we all believed in hope and change, right? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, good call.
really good at just, you know, hoisting these fellas up who have no experience, you know, but they have an agenda, or at least they fight for said agenda, whatever that agenda may be, Agenda 2030, right? Um, you know, Barack Obama came out of nowhere. He did that speech at the 2004 convention. He had served one term, maybe, I believe, by the point of him running for president, you know, as a senator. And look at the path of destruction that man paved in his eight years. I mean, societally, you know, he set us back with our whole segregation and race relation situation here. 100 years, man. I mean, we're, we're, oh, yeah. we're back to segregation. Yeah, he put us... Dude, they all say Trump wants to put us back. No, dude, he set us back. Obama set us back. Before that, it was almost like race was disappearing. Yeah, man. Now, and then it became race was everything. Nowadays, <laughs> yes. race is everything. <laughs> you would think yeah. that by electing the nation's first black president, it was game over. Right, much like allowing us to have the gay marriage, right? That was it. You guys won. We can go home now. We don't have to have the parades anymore, right? Yeah. No, or the books. No, no, the parades now will last a full month, and uh, we're also going to invade your schools. And you're a bigot if you don't let this fully bearded man dressed up in clown makeup uh, dancing his, with his junk in your kid's face, all right? <laughs> the mandatory reading is incestual anal sex. <laughs> That's we right. We need your kids to read about incestual anal sex. If you don't believe me, go ask jo- Joy Behar or Joy <laughs> Reed. It's very important that they know about dildo usage and how to wield one, all right? <laughs> <laughs> in third grade, we start cursive, we start decimals, and dildos, Okay. Oh man, I loved uh, I loved that Trump speech there in the middle. That was just fantastic. He knows he knows how to just speak the truth, right? Maybe yeah. Or he's a good liar. Can't tell which one. A little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> well, this this case is incredible. I, they're gonna over. They're gonna throw out the Georgia case. You can't continue to go with this. Not only that, the Supreme Court is gonna override all the attempts to bring in this 14th Amendment baloney that they're trying to push here in Colorado. It's ridiculous. Every day here in Colorado, I see it on all the channels and that retard Jenna Griswold, our Secretary of State, who believes she's uh, on a mission from God, and uh, she, you know, her whole goal is to end democracy by not allowing us to vote for who we want to. Uh, you know, it's going to be overrun. They... They seem desperate, they sound desperate, they look desperate, and it's just making more people want to vote for the guy. Look at Iowa. So you're unifying people around Trump. I yeah. don't, that's why Ron DeSantis, Vivek, that's why they're dropping out. Exactly. You are unifying people around Trump. I hope you're, I mean, you think it's because you could beat him. I don't think Joe Biden can beat Trump again. Even, I don't care how low you get these gas prices, man. Did you see how, like, <laughs> gas prices are down, but the price of eggs is still up, like, 400%? Yeah. It's, cr- it's crazy. The economy is shit. There's, you know, they cannot polish this turd enough. It's a turd. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everywhere you look on uh, X and, you know, all these social media, it's people posting videos about how they can't afford anything. 
Well, especially people with kids, you know, they, they've made it, they've made this world unlivable for people, children, uh, especially yeah. middle class. What's the middle class, man? I don't think it exists anymore. I think you have a top percentage of earners uh, and those who can afford to ride the wave and probably people who are making a fortune still on the, you know, stock market and whatever's going on there. But everybody else, man, they're struggling. Nah, I can't be because I was told Joe Biden believes in building the economy from the ground up and from the middle out. <laughs> Bidenomics, man. Yeah. Ground up, middle out. That's how we build the economy. Makes sense, I think. I don't know. Uh, well, let's see here. I had some good stuff on, where was it? Oh, yeah. Speaking of Trump. And rising in the polls and, and everyone's hearts, allegedly, uh, the country rallying around him, DeSantis dropping out, and it's just going to further hoist this man on, on the pedestal. Uh, we've heard Tucker talk about it. This has been floated by people like Joe Rogan and a lot of other elitists in the podcast universe, but they're all basically saying the options are running out. The last card to be played here is the assassination of Trump, right? Yeah. He's going to be our modern-day JFK. <laughs> they have to, right? That's all they got, man. <laughs> They've run out of options. Well, I, 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 got, I got a beefy nugget here, and uh, it's, it's on the vein of JFK and the CIA involvement, and it involves everybody you love to talk about mike i hope you're excited for this one i can't wait let's bring in actor director host of who killed jfk rob reiner it's good to see you brother. <laughs> nice to see you chris so let's not dance who killed him <laughs> well um it's not i didn't edit that in any way that's that's how it goes that's his interview <laughs> hey let's not dance huh <laughs> freaking guy meatball huh? come on yo i never been for the foreplay you know let's go right to the banging <laughs> hey get to the meat of the bone don't beat around the bush give me the full stromboli yeah come on very simple answer but there <laughs> dude, did you know he interviewed epstein's brother I saw that, and yeah, what happened with Epstein's brother? Dude, I tried to like clip it. You cannot clip it because the whole time it's like uh, Epstein's brother is like, well, they didn't have a camera on the room; they had a camera on the tier. And quote, oh, no, listen, I saw the video. There's a video. <laughs> nobody goes in. Nobody goes out. Nobody goes in. Nobody goes out. <laughs> Who do you think, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it's the most unbelievable interview ever. He is totally, clearly paid for or scared of the people that qu killed Epstein, and Cuomo is totally in on proving Epstein killed himself. Wow. It's so funny. Okay, so even, Cuomo, even what, <laughs> he wants Because the brother goes on this whole thing about how, like, you know, they had a third party do an autopsy and the ligature, you know, the ligature and everything on the neck. And Cohen just goes into like, yo, in jail, you get lonely, you kill yourself, you can't do it from a bridge, you hang yourself from a bed. 
Hey, bada bing, <laughs> hey, freaking boom, ah, come on. Dude, it's just so funny the way he. It's just, it's so funny how he tries to push that line. That's why they brought him back onto Newsmax. This guy is CIA. Oh, absolutely, man. And so yeah. he's got Rob Reiner on here who. Rob, Who's accusing the CIA. Yes, he is straight yeah. up. And it's kind of weird. Like, why is Rob Reiner doing a podcast where he's openly discussing the CIA being behind JFK's assassination? We're there, right? Officially, we are openly all totally accepting of the knowledge that the CIA took out JFK. We can all well, agree. I won't believe it until Joy Reid says it on MSNBC, but yeah, I'm almost there. Well, I think uh, we're about one month away from Jon Stewart coming out of the desk of uh, <laughs> Stephen Colbert and making a joke about it, right? Which means we're three years away from MSNBC admitting it. Yes, that's right, man. All right, here we go. Let's bring in actor, director, host of Who Killed JFK, Rob Reiner. It's good to see you, brother. Nice to see you, Chris. So let's not dance. Who killed him? (laughs) Well, um, it's not a very simple answer, but there was a confluence of uh, elements of uh, rogue elements of the CIA, uh, the Cuban exile community, and the mob. And we we found that the way in which these things are done obviously are not government sanctioned. They're, they're done, as they say, off book. There's no paper trail to any of this. Uh, I talked with a number of uh, people who have worked in the CIA and told me how these operations occur. The CIA, uh, it came out in the 70s that they um, that they had done some extrajudicial killings, Lumumba uh, in, in the Congo, and right. also, uh, um, uh, tr- uh, tr- you know, Trujillo in the in Dominican Republic. So these are the kinds of things that are done. And they're done in a very uh, simple kind of way. You, all you need to do is understand where the president is going to be, and then you place which they you know, knew weeks in advance place. yeah they know because they had put out his route you place, so then shooters in place rob rob let me uh so the conventional wisdom is that you, you know you're much he- more heavy-handed with the cia's role the cia absolutely and other government hey uh, it's not like i work for the cia but uh let's not like, uh not talk about how it's the cia <laughs> hey oh bada bing oh three two one okay <laughs> I like what you said. Maybe a little CIA, mostly mob. Yeah. We're going to go with mob on this one. Hey, boom, bang. The oh, mob. Oh. Agencies have been accused of killing others, but rarely are they accused of killing their own. Why would they want to kill the president? There were a very, very extreme right-wing elements in the CIA who were really concerned that Kennedy was... I can't believe it. He's literally going to blame MAGA for the uh, assassination. He's... <laughs> He's Trump so is a tra- time traveler. Yes. Yeah, he we believe brought he's, mega fans back. We believe he's John Titor, and he traveled back in time to kill <laughs> JFK. He got the technology through Tesla and his uncle, who raided Tesla's offices. Oh, my God, man. They're uh, blaming MAGA. Very, very right-wing extremist. Right. Yeah, that's right. The white man. <laughs> right-wing white supremacist extremist, dude. A small section 
compartmentalized within the CIA that they just didn't the know about The greatest it. threat to our country, Frank, then and now. What's that? Uh, no, we don't want to talk about how George Herbert Walker Bush is the only man in the world who doesn't know where he was the day JFK was assassinated. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Don't look there. Don't look there. <laughs> That's not the white supremacist that you're looking for. <laughs> That's the one white guy you can trust. <laughs> George elements Bush. in the CIA who are really concerned that Kennedy was selling us out to the communists. You got to remember, this was the height of the Cold War. Kennedy ran as a staunch anti-communist. Uh, he had to in order to beat Richard Nixon. Once he got into power, he uh, did not send air support during the Cuba, during the uh, Bay of Pigs, and, and and they got slaughtered in Cuba. He yeah, did they want to kill him deal. because they thought he was going to push us towards communism or because he was going to push us away from the industrial war complex? Yeah, no, he's trying to claim that they believed he was a borderline communist, which is bullshit, and you can read about it very easily. Uh, Kennedy was taking us away from the military-industrial military complex, and... Our CIA and Secret Service agencies weren't going to have any of it, and they were working with LBJ, and they took out JFK. Yeah, it's not that hard, right? It's pretty easy. You can pretty much draw a line between those dots. Oh, and by the way, everybody <laughs> involved in the cover-up, like Herbert Walker Bush and Gerald Ford, uh, names that sound familiar, yeah, they all got rewarded with presidencies. <laughs> They got to be president for four years. Yeah. And one of them, their son became president. Well, that's how good of a job Daddy Bush did. Pop In one of the most contested elections ever. The hanging Chad, man. Man, remember that. There are people, there are Democrats still to this day who don't think Bush won in that election. Yeah, but they also, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah that's but true. Trump, he's an insurrectionist for even suggesting and then never accepting to this day, according to Bill Maher's mathematics, uh, because, because to this day, Trump has yet to accept the loss. He's an insurrectionist. I love when he talks about Hillary. He's like, I remember she went out there in her purple suit and said she could say to the election. Yeah, but then spent the next four years in a stupid blue suit going on anybody that would listen show talking about how he was illegitimate. Not you my know? president. Somebody give me, where's my pussy hat? Bring it over here. <laughs> pussy hat. <laughs> Somebody give me my pussy hat. How many years after that did you have? Did it take before those girls looked at the pussy hat hanging in the closet and realized it was stupid? Not my president. <laughs> <laughs> He's a monster. He said he grabs them by the pussy. He told them to drink bleach. <laughs> I did. I did like the Bill Maher how he actually admitted. Finally, somebody on the left admitted. He told the people to go protest peacefully and yes. patriotically. Oh, that's funny. You caught that. I I noticed that as well. It was the, actually the first time I've ever heard that on TV. <laughs> yeah, it's really. It's a. It's it, a small step in the right direction. You it's know? a m that now yes. that's accepted. Well, they've now conceded that, and that's a major kind of line to 
pull back on, really, because now, you know, how how much was he truly involved in this said uh, insurrection? And, you know, he, he said peacefully he wasn't even there. Can we now even blame that poor fella Enrique Tario for doing anything considering he was in a hotel room across from the, you know, on the other side of town? Wasn't even allowed in the capital. Wasn't even allowed there. But give him 22 years, right? Serves him right. I'll uh, give him time to think about it. Yeah, well, speaking of uh, giving horrible oh, sentences. Dude, what about those fucking feds protesting in New York today? Yeah, so did you see the footage of the Patriot front fellas? I'm assuming their U-Haul broke down on the highway, so they had to <laughs> jump aboard on the subways. Dude, trains. I don't care who you I Dude, I don't care who you get. Go pick 20 plumbers out of the local 130 at Chicago, right? Go yes. pick 20 cops out of Chicago. Pick any city and do the same thing. You don't have one fat guy in your group. You don't have one guy with a bad knee that's limping while he's carrying this flag. You know what I mean? America yeah. is not young, skinny men who are in good shape. So when you have a group of quote-unquote patriot front terrorist white supremacist and you show me this group that's all in great shape <laughs> they're all well groomed they're all well walking like no that is just not america they also haven't figured out that their uniform is the exact same uniform as the fbi the khaki pants <laughs> with the blue shirt like I, you guys like, just change the color up a little bit <laughs> do you know Who's never been to a white supremacist rally? Patriot Front. That's you know right. how I know? Because none of them look like... Dude, go talk... I, I have met actual KKK members, dude. And they're not... If you're the kind of person that's going to fall for those beliefs, you're not the kind of person that's going to shower regularly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Groom oh, interesting. Yourself. Yeah, okay. You're not the kind of person that's going to go exercise (laughs) daily. You're just not a person who's like, you know what I'm saying? You're not your typical upright citizen that you normally uh, see on the street. Not even upright citizen. It's just those people, anybody who could fall for like that kind of extreme. Right. They're just not the kind of person that has the, the willpower to, like everybody at that, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm one of, dude. Everybody at that protest was in such better shape than me. You know what I mean? Like, me, you, like, they're in great shape. They're fucking, those are guys that were like, if you put me in that group, you'll notice because I have a limp. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, you know, the Patriot Front guys are just funny because it's just obvious, again, (laughs) I I like the regalia. They look comfortable. Uh, they seem as if they're dressed to take on any kind of situation. I dig it. You know, I'm down with it. The boots, uh, the khakis, the, the blue uh, hoodie or whatever they're rocking there, and then no, no, no. It's the, the face same, mask. Dude, it's, the, dude, it's the same thing with the left. <laughs> the kind of person that has the time and the just the... the like, when you go to the Chicago and there's, like, the left-wing protest, it's the fat, blue-haired chick who has no job, right? <laughs> because she has the time and the energy to devote to that extremism. It's the right. same thing on the right. <laughs> the people that have the time and the energy to devote to that much extremism, 
where you're gonna you're gonna fucking drive down, hop on a on a subway train, take that to downtown. You know what I'm saying? Like the the kind of person that has that time and devotion, and everything. They're not the people that are working every day, so they have a working man's body. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, I I'm busy. I'm working overtime, and then on top of it, I'm commuting. So when the day is done and it's a Friday afternoon. The last thing I want to do is strap on the khakis and the face mask and ride the train down to the Patriot Front meeting, you know, downtown. I want to go uh, meet with the lady at the local bar and, you know, sip yes. on a few cold brews and eat a cheeseburger. You might agree with a lot of their poli- a lot of what they're saying, but you're not that extreme. And that's what I'm <laughs> trying to say is, like, those extreme people are usually on both sides. You got the fat, blue-haired lesbian chick on the left. And then you get the fat uh, neckbeard guy on the right carrying <laughs> yes. his M16. You know what I'm saying? And wearing camouflage. Like, that I believe. When you have nothing but in-shape guys who look like they go to a 9-to-5 every day and right. work out and they have a PT regimen, you know, like, that is not, that's not a white-ring extremist organization. That's the feds. love it dude and the video footage if anyone hasn't seen it i truly encourage you please go google it youtube it rumble it whatever it is you do to get the videos out there man it is so funny you got the the fellas with the khakis and the white face mask and the sunglasses exactly the same looking fellas and they're just like on this train cruising with regular people it looks very silly and very funny um, yeah, even when you go friends. to like, uh, if you ever know a guy who's like in a militia, you know, I know a lot of, I know the militia guys get shit on a lot. I, I support them. I think that's very American, but like even those guys, like if you see pictures of them and their group, every guy has kind of his own style, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So they're all kind of wearing a camouflage, but they all look totally di- It's almost, it's almost comical how differently they're dressed. While doing like a camouflage, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody has preferences. Look at the Proud Boys, actually, who <laughs> we've sent away for two decades because they weren't yeah. even at the Jan 6th debacle. Uh, if you see any pictures of the group of the Proud Boys all together, they're all dressed in various types. It's a hodgepodge, it, right? Yeah, right. Uh, of you know military garb, and so yeah, it's not every like, guy um, is wearing what he same. thinks is cool. You know, whereas these Patriot Front guys, they're clearly like uniformed. <laughs> it's too much. Very, it's too much. It's very it's too hilarious. Much. It, they are just so obviously <laughs> a part of whatever sponsored Ray Epps and, and everybody that was a Fed on Jan Six. That's who's sponsoring the Patriot Front, and it, it's just comical, right? It's and, like, and like whether you're talking about the white supremacist man who's in a militia or. Or the blue-haired lesbian on the left. No extremist has time to shave. They all have a neck beard. Yes. <laughs> hey Yeah, man. Oh, my God. You are Bring correct. You talking about Bring my neighbor? Yeah, that's right, man. All right, perfect. Uh, um, yeah. I don't know. That, just that was incredible to see that video, that they're still trying it, you know? 
I'm a huge fan. I love it a lot. Uh, and it got me thinking about New York and people who are basically military trained fellas on the train cruising around. It's a good thing those guys were on there. You avoided any serious situations where some nefarious character could have acted a foul. Uh, good thing nothing like that happened because uh, if any of these fellas stepped in and maybe tried to be a vigilante, they could be in the same position as someone whom, whom we should never forget, Mr. Daniel Penn. Oh, it's terrible. And the Marine veteran accused in the chokehold death of a homeless man on a New York City subway is now free on bail after being arraigned in court. Daniel Penny pleaded not guilty to one count of second-degree manslaughter and another count of criminally negligent homicide in connection with the death of Jordan Neely. Senior investigative reporter Aaron Katrina. <laughs> Michael Jackson impersonator. Excuse me? Excuse me? You mean Brandon Neely. Let the angels sing his name. Beloved! Neely. I swear to God. We now, along with ABC News legal contributor Brian Buckmeyer, for more on this. Aaron, what's the latest on this case? Daniel Penny walked into a courtroom on the 13th floor of this you building. You even hear Diane. how they say his name? Daniel Penny. I like, know. <laughs> Disgraced former Marine <laughs> trained killer. Is this is this Bane we're talking about? Or is this, like, what, what are you guys talking I mean, what is going on? You could smell his evil before he entered the courtroom. <laughs> Walked in covered in blood from his last victim. And they don't understand why they can't get anyone to join the Marines or join the police force in major cities. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Look at how you're painting this guy. Oh, it's unbelievable. We can't even get people to step in when someone's getting raped on the subway. That's, <laughs> this is why. Well, this no, why. Mike, what do you mean? That's, that's a future children's book that they could be selling uh, <laughs> on the road. It's a beautiful story that... All children could relate to. <laughs> Callback! Yeah! Who am I to deprive this future children's book writer of their lived experience? This is the Dr. Seuss of the next generation, my man. <laughs> dildo one, dildo two. Dildo for me, dildo for you. <laughs> if I don't get raped by my uncle on the subway, I'll never be the writer I was meant to be. Good. <laughs> Came in wearing a dark navy suit, white shirt, red tie, uh, walking ramrod straight, as you might expect of a Marine veteran, took his place at the defense table and promptly entered a not guilty plea to two criminal counts, second degree manslaughter and a lesser count of criminally negligent homicide. Both of those returned by a grand jury a couple of weeks ago in an indictment. There were no other statements that Penny made in court. He's released on a $100,000 bond, and there are a few conditions, same as before after his initial arrest. But in court documents, the, the, the Penny's made some statements to police indicating that he felt Jordan Neely was a, a threat, came onto the train, the, the F train in Manhattan, and started throwing things, Penny is quoted saying, telling police officers, that's when Penny decided to act, he says, on behalf of fellow passengers, put him in a chokehold that ultimately led to his death. 
And prosecutors made mention, Diane, that it's the duration of the chokehold that appears to have led to these criminal charges. Even after Penny stopped moving, prosecutors said in a court filing accompanying the indictment, Penny continued that chokehold until it was too late. <laughs> Beloved! Beloved! Let this guy go. Man. Come on, Come on man. This guy saved people. It, it He's, just, God only knows. If, if this Michael Jackson impersonator didn't attack somebody that day, he was going to. He, he, was going he had crazy. already gone to jail multiple times for assaulting women on the yeah, street, he's not man. not a good guy. Come on he's now. He's not a good guy. I noticed they always I'm show sure, the I'm same... I'm sure he's in heaven right next to George Floyd. But <laughs> That's that, right. These guys were not good guys. That's know? right, man. Uh, the picture they show of this Neely fella... Who was killed, the beloved Michael Jackson impersonator. It's the same picture of him in from 2013, I believe, where he goes to see the Michael Jackson movie, This Is It. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's the picture. I noticed on the Associated Press, because it's the same picture. You all know the picture. It's the only one they show of this guy. They're not going to show you the one from like 2019 where he's homeless and harassing people and assaulting women. Or how about his mugshot? Or his mugshot from, from assaulting women? No, no, if assaulting women, yeah, I know, dude. They're not going to show you that, man, because that's not quite as beloved as the young fella in 2013, dressed like Michael Jackson with the curly hair, and he's smiling and he's like dreaming to be just like Michael. <laughs> he just had a feeling. That's young man <laughs> with a feeling. <laughs> then the marine, the trained killer. The disgusting white man Marine killed him. Yeah. By man. the way, why does nobody want to join the Marines? What's going right. on? <laughs> no, come on, they guys. I love leading with the fact that he's a Marine, you know? Yeah, they really villainize him being this white man, mar- trained killer Marine. It's a it's a really big focus. Oh, dude, and... He's practically Nick Cage from uh, Con Air. Yes, he is Nick Cage from Con Air. He deserves to Since go to... you're a trade killer, <laughs> we're treating your hands as a deadly weapon. <laughs> I'm going to come back to you, Buttercup. No matter what I do, I love you. Put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> Why didn't you put the bunny back in the box? The best, man. That is the best. What a crazy movie, man. But you know what? When I was younger, I thought it was a stretch of the imagination. May I even say kind of improbable to believe that they would send a, a Marine like that to prison for getting into a fight with a loser on the street. Nope. No, uh, look okay. where we are. First no, of all, first of all, first of all, Nick Cage was no pussy Marine. He was an army ranger. All right, let's get that straight. Big okay, difference. sorry. All right, yeah, big difference. My apologies. Marines I didn't mean a to pussy, offend. army ranger, actually trained killer. Okay, sorry. No, didn't, mean to, didn't mean to offend all the rangers out there. My apologies. I am what you call an idiot, certified. A ranger's a whole different breed, you know? Yes, yeah, no, I agree. And so maybe that leads some credence more to the putting him away in the prison for being a trained killer, but I thought it was just absurd. At the time, I was, you know, a naive young fella, and I, I believed that, um, you know, someone 
who had the credentials of being in the military uh, or in the armed services, right? Uh, that that they would maybe get a pass on some level. Uh, so I always found that to be kind of just you know a non-believable aspect to Con Air. But here we are in 2023 with Daniel Penny, almost a similar kind of situation, right? You know, just kind of being a hero in the moment, right? Trying to stop a guy from doing some harm to people. Yep, here he goes. He's going to prison for a long time. He could very well be on the next Con Air. <laughs> it's like very possible. We live in a world where it's more realistic than ever before. That like it doesn't see, matter. If you see Steve Buscemi, stick with him. He's going to get away. Do not befriend Dave Chappelle. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Leads to a bad situation. You don't want to be sitting next to him. That's all I know. Do not want us that seat. Your crotch will be on fire. Con Air is so. Chappelle was in that movie. Con Air, Holy man, shit. is such a good movie. I freaking love Con Air. One of the best, most underrated movies, dude. John Cusack, Steve Buscemi, everyone. I mean, you had. It's, Everybody in that. It just doesn't take itself too seriously, but it also at the same time takes itself way too fucking seriously. <laughs> it's incredible, dude. Like so good, every actor dude. just totally overacts and sells their part. It's crazy, man. It's like they saw Nick Cage come in and do his whole insano Nick Cage thing. There, and they all agreed, like, all right, I'm gonna overact Nick Cage, <laughs> and that's how we got Con Air. I'm going to out-nick Nick Cage. Yes, Here dude. Here we go. You're right. <laughs> All of them. Dude, even John Cusack, dude, when he takes the car. Oh, what a ridiculous movie. Oh, uh, it's so good. All right, well. Uh, uh, poor oh, Daniel yeah. Penny, man. That guy. And unfortunately, what's, cu- what's crazy is this only happens because it happened in New York. Yes. Like, if it happened in a real, like, if it happened in a normal place, you'd be free. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Texas, probably, right? Think about Texas. They let a guy rampage for 77 minutes and no one stopped him. That's, uh, <laughs> that's how laid back they are in Texas. Uh, we got time. I'm going to squeeze it in. I thought this was pretty shocking stuff. Uh, they came out officially this week and said, yeah, that bizarro scenario that unfolded in Uvalde, yeah, we just kind of screwed up. Sorry. That's all that happened. Now, don't think about it. We'll shelve it along with uh, that mysterious super killing that occurred in Vegas. Nobody think or talk about but it. Don't worry. Again. All the top officials, we moved them to Hawaii. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> to a little place called Lahaina. You'll never hear about it in the news. <laughs> you know what we need to do is find out where the chief of police in Uvalde is working now. That's where your next major tragedy is going to unfold. Oh, good call. Buy land, buy a house, get high insurance. <laughs> you tell your over insure. <laughs> tell your agent, no, trust me, I need to get the insurance that covers Jewish space laser uh from the moon. Just trust me on this one. It has to cover the space laser. Tell your contractor if he wants to paint it blue to go fuck himself. <laughs> we need anything but blue. <laughs> Where's Oprah living these days? Is she around here? or uh... <laughs> In a blue house in line. <laughs> no. Oh, wait a minute. All right, well, this is good stuff. I got I got the goods. I hope you're thirsty, folks. Here we go. Uh-oh. We begin today's show in Texas. Oh, it yeah. was May 24th, 2022. 
when an 18-year-old gunman armed with an AR-15 rifle shot dead 19 fourth graders and two teachers at Robb Elementary in Uvalde, Texas, as nearly 400 law enforcement officers who descended on the school took 77 minutes to confront and kill him. Now the Justice Department has issued a scathing 600-page review of the massacre. The long-awaited report details a series of, quote, cascading failures, starting with a haphazard initial response in which officers failed to quickly establish a command post and did not immediately treat the attack as an active shooter situation. Attorney General Merrick Arlen released the report Thursday at a news conference in Uval. Dude, this... They refuse to really <laughs> talk about the elephant in the room here, right? Which is, like, how, how did he get the money to buy these guns? And how did he know how yeah. to, like, use them? Like, this, nothing about this makes any sense at all. Yeah, no, no, and he was in chat rooms with FBI. Why are they always talking with some three-letter agency and do Boys. we have confirmation on SSRIs with this fella? Oh, they all, I'm sure. They all, They're yeah. always on the antidepressants. Yeah. That's always yeah. the connection. But I just find it so funny that we're going to take it very seriously. Did you hear the tone of her voice about how he had the AR-15 assault rifle or oh, whatever? They have like, to blame the oh, AR. my God. But we're not going to talk about how he got it? How did he get the credit card capacity to purchase these things? Yeah, he walked in there with like $20,000 worth of shit. It's crazy. And then, yeah. so he goes on this rampage, 77 minutes, he's in there, and 378 cops just stood outside, not even moving? Not even moving. Who told them not to move? Yeah. Right? Isn't Somebody must have said, don't move. <laughs> oh, the orders come down from above. Dude, I don't mean to go back to this, but Con Air, you know that chick who plays the... <laughs> Another one. <laughs> you know that chick who plays the stewardess? Um, the, She's the yes. chick from Total Recall. Really? He, she yeah. plays the wife, right? No, not the What's wife. The, she plays the chick in Mars. In Mars, yeah, his wife in Mars. Wow, yeah. isn't that crazy? Uh, Rachel Tacotin. This this might be the the most famous chick you never heard of, dude. I mean, what else did she do? Other she's movies? in Total Recall, Man of Fire, Con Air, Falling Down. Remember that guy who goes postal? Yes, I do. It like blows it's up Michael the whole Douglas. World. Yeah, Michael Douglas. That's what I was trying to think of the name. But, I mean, dude, yeah. this chick's been in so many movies. Yeah, but you don't really hear about her. She kind of drifted out of the limelight. I was looking at, did you see Martin Lawrence made an appearance at the Emmys, and he seemed a little bit like he was suffering from some vaccine-induced stroke action of some sort? No. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough, but they had to do all these like PR kind of you know backtracking, saying that he was stumbling over the teleprompter because they changed the script or whatever, but he... He looked really rough, and I guess he apparently is going back on tour to do comedy, and he's got Bad Boys 
three or four coming oh, out. No, it's like four. Yeah, yeah. there's another one. They got a the new Baddest Boys. I don't know. They got a new Bad Boys coming out, and I was looking at them like, wow, I can't believe it. And I, I clicked on the original Bad Boys, and it had Taya Leone as the hot babe in the original Bad Boys. And I was I like, I don't know who that is. Well, if you click on or look up the Taya, T E A. Leone, L-E-O-N-I, you'll remember exactly who she was. She was <laughs> she was the babe in like all these 90s flicks, and then she just totally disappeared and was in nothing. And she's been in nothing ever since. It's kind of crazy. Oh, that is crazy. Can't look it up right now. All right, well, either way, <laughs> bad boys. Martin Lawrence, I think he got the vax and he uh, went down the route of um, having the stroke issue. He's, he's going through the Jamie Foxx recovery, is my opinion. Did you hear about that guy who was talking all that shit about Djokovic? No. Dude, remember Djokovic got the, uh, he couldn't play because he wasn't vaccinated? That's right, man. Uh, fucking, I guess some guy who, like, talked, I guess he was still talking shit about him to this day. About how he like never met his full potential because he didn't do the vaccination bullshit. Wow. Anyways, he dropped dead live. Wow. Yeah. They still haven't confirmed what it was, but he dropped dead live on air. Oh, he that's freaky, man. Yeah. The what, worst I told you so. It's the worst I told you so, absolutely. And the creepy part about the vaccine and people dying of vaccine injuries now is that when we were going through it, those on Team Vax were wishing death upon those who didn't take it. Yeah. Yeah. And those who didn't take it were saying, please, I just want to live my life and not be ostracized from community. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just want to work. <laughs> I just want to keep my job. Please, don't, don't send me to the gulags. That's all I'm begging you. <laughs> right? Yeah, and let me in the hospital if I'm sick. Like, No, not according to Jimmy Kimmel. Right, if you're uh, if you're unvaccinated and according to him dying of a heart attack, you're gonna die there in front of the hospital. That's how it works. Well, not anymore. Wow, that's crazy. The guy dropped dead live. That's like the lady, the comedian, making the joke about getting her vaccines and boosters and everything and being tip top shape, and then she just like collapses in the middle of the joke. Dude, that's all I could think about. Yeah, that was all I could think about when it happened. I was trying to find the guy's name. Sorry, man, I had to pee so bad. Well, either way, we've hit that hour point. <laughs> We could come back, do a quickie. Oh, uh, yeah. I wish you would have said that two minutes ago. Well, Jesus we got to hit it anyways. Uh, we're there. It's rough. It's a hard hour. <laughs> it's the fastest that hour. Third, that third one's a little... So, <laughs> some, people know, hold that some people know how to pace themselves. Others, <laughs> others can't control their bowel movement. <laughs>